Welcome to the Future of Learning and Work podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Keir. Each week, I highlight the people and companies shaping the future of education, training, and work. This week's guest is Damian Breitchen, CEO of Colossus. Colossus was born out of Patrick O'Shaughnessy's Invest Like the Best and Founders Field Guide podcast and is on a mission to create and curate the world's best information on business and investing. Damian and I discuss curiosity, mapping the world of business and investing, and much, much more. Hope you enjoy and don't forget to share and review. I started my career as a lawyer, as a litigator. I did not last very long. I did two years, zero months, and zero days at a big law firm before I realized it was soul crushing and probably the worst experience at work you could ever imagine. Uh, then I had the fortunate, you know, I had the fortune of uh, meeting a friend in a pub in London. And she told me that her husband had just, uh, you know, about a year ago, started a fintech company in London. Luckily, I have a Polish passport. So getting to work, getting a work permit in the UK was, or didn't need one as an EU citizen at the time, uh, pre-Brexit. And so I had the opportunity to join as kind of employee, you know, early low teens, uh, kind of like 12 or 13 at Capital on Tap, which is a credit card provider for small businesses in the UK uh, and now Spain and the US. But, you know, helped build that business from kind of 12 employees to over 150, going from a few hundred thousand in revenue to over a hundred million dollars of revenue uh, and really just became an operator. Uh, I, I didn't know what, I didn't even know what an operator was at the time. And, it, you know, as a legal, with the legal background, you don't really learn anything about business. You just sort of help your clients litigate things. And so I essentially got schooled from everything from customer acquisition costs to lifetime value. And, you know, one of the things that I learned at that role was I kind of had to find my own way. You know, I would, I would hear someone say, um, oh, how do we maximize lifetime value of a customer? And I would just, you know, be quiet in the meeting. And then, you know, the meeting would end. I'd go home that night and spend, you know, six hours devouring stuff on the internet, trying to figure out what the hell lifetime value was. And so that was kind of like maybe the initial journey into how I thought about, or kind of my passion for, for kind of business and investing and that whole, that whole universe was because I had to self-educate myself. Um, and that's kind of how I stumbled into Invest Like the Best with uh, Patrick O'Shaughnessy was he became kind of a source of knowledge for me to, to do that, to kind of go on that journey. So sounds like uh, w- with Colossus, and, and I want to transition into what exactly Colossus is, but it, it sounds like it was a pain point for you early on. So it was a natural fit. Yeah, I, I think there's two things. The first was, it was a pain point that I was like, oh my God, I can't believe there's no like repository of here's, you know, customer acquisition cost. Here are the 10 best resources on customer acquisition cost in the world. Go devour them, go learn from them. And then you're, you know, you could talk, you know, you, you go from a zero to a nine in an eight hour period. And I, I thought that was, you know, tragically missing, which is kind of what we're trying to build here at Colossus. And, and then the second point was, I just, I love, you know, you know, I love consuming content. And the biggest issue now is there's, there's so many creators, which is amazing, but it's, it's gotten harder to find the signal through the noise. And so a lot of what we're thinking about at Colossus is how do we, you know, how do we highlight the best content in the world where, you know, we're, we think of ourselves as curators as well as creators. So what exactly is Colossus and how are you turning what was previously just the invest like the best podcast into this fully fledged audio platform and knowledge repository? Yeah, I I think the easiest way to think about it for us was what doesn't exist that we believe should exist in the world. 
And so we were just sitting in, in, in an office, uh, you know, back in, in August and thinking, what is the content we wish existed? And what are the tools we wish existed? And on the content front, we, we were thinking, you know, we were talking about Nintendo as a business. And we're like, where do we find out the, where can we read about the Nintendo business model? And there's, you know, there's no, you know, central authority that says, hey, here's the best stuff. And so that was the genesis of the new show we're launching, which is business breakdowns, where we take a, you know, a host and a, and a you know, an expert on that business and just do 30, 40, 60 minutes on an individual business. And then we said, okay, well, what else could we do this for? And we're, you know, we're, you know, in a few months, we'll be launching our next show, which is like an industry primer. So anything from railroads to freight to NFTs. And so all we're doing is creating content that we believe needs to exist in the world. And with Colossus, we, what we're hoping is when you see something that comes out that has the Colossus logo on it, if you will, you know, there's a quality bar that won't be lowered. And so it's like, oh, I know this is going to be, you know, I'm, I want to learn about Nintendo. I know this is going to be amazing because it's Colossus produced. So that was the first half. And then the second half we said, well, there's no, there's no database of amazing content, you know, curated content on the internet for all these topics. And so what we're building now is um, an iOS and Android app that, you know, takes our first party content, the podcast, and then layers in like, hey, did you like that um, episode on Nintendo? Well, here's the 10 best you know, things on the internet, whether it's books, YouTube videos, blog posts, um, but we're gonna you know, carefully curate that list. So when, cause there's so many times when I feel like I listen to a podcast or read something and I'm like, well, what's the next best thing I could read? It's missing, right? And so that's the kind of the, the database of business and investing that we're trying to build. I love it, it it's a one, it's a one-stop shop for everything business and investing. Um, I, I want to dig into the different features that Colossus has for, for helping surface the right content at the right time. So particularly different ways you can search and filter across uh, transcript, transcripts and show notes. Do you mind talking about that a bit? Sure. So, so today on, on our website, you know, every show we've ever produced, and I think there's about 240 now, has fully edited transcripts with graphics. It's got every piece of content mentioned in that podcast episode. And it's just kind of, in, in the search functionality is, is incredible. Our lead engineer, Joe Berg, built this incredible search where you could type in essentially any word you're interested in. And it highlights, here's the best podcast that we've built uh, that has information on that topic. So whether it's you know going back to lifetime value or Costco, you just type it in and it's like, here's the best podcast we think you should listen to. And that's what we think of as very much like a V1 or even a V0.1. You know, when, when we think about what we're building next, it's an even more elaborate kind of search and database. Going back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, if, if you type in Costco, we'd love to have a business breakdown on Costco, plus all the best links on the internet um, on, on Costco. And then, and then kind of what I think of as related topics. So like, oh, you, if you enjoyed learning about Costco's business model, here's a business breakdown on you know, another business that, you know, has a similar flywheel and we can guide you down that rabbit hole where it's like a curated business and investing Wikipedia. And, and visually it's starting to look like this complete web of knowledge. And, and I, I think a good uh, comparison for this also, if you're familiar with, with Rome, the, yep. the note-taking app, um, there, there seems to be a lot of crossover or uh, comparisons there. Um, 
So the first iteration of this is, or, or was, uh, just recording podcasts. Second iteration seems to be uh, allowing easy search and filtering across all the content in the podcast. Third iteration is maybe adding in recommendations and uh, tangential content. Will there eventually be an element of synthesis as well? And so having researchers go and and pull information across all these disparate pieces, including the third-party content, and and centralize it all on the platform, as opposed to just linking out to third-party recommendations? Yeah, 100%. And, and I don't have a clear view um, as to the form it's going to take, but when, we're, when we've been producing some of these business breakdowns, and we've done about 25 so far, everything from Costco to Alibaba to Shopify, you know, we're putting together these research documents. And, you know, it kind of feels like wasted work for us to find the, all the best stuff on the internet and the best books on a company, put together a research document and then not use that and share that with the world. You know, we're big fans of building in public. And so when you do come onto a business, we want it to also have, Hey, here's the, you know, here's the Alibaba playbook. Here's the, um, here's the, like the, the three lessons that investors and operators can take away. So we're not exactly sure how the synthesis is going to look and feel, uh, but there's an element of that where, you know, where we want to also be highlighting, oh, if you enjoyed this, you know, check out X, Y, and Z. So I, I think there's a level of synthesis that we're going to add in. Um, we've got a, a, a program called the Pioneer Program where we work with a lot of kind of younger investors, operators, and MBA students that help us put this all together. And they're just an incredible team. So uh, yeah, it, it's definitely something that's on the roadmap. Eventually, and, and you may already have this, uh, but, but eventually you will certainly have the, the number one repository for all things business and investing. And that presents an incredible monetization opportunity. Um, th- there's kind of two different lenses I want to look at this through. First is kind of a custom audio or knowledge repository as a service. Um, and, and the other one is j- just the wealth of information you'll have in this space that you could offer to MBA students, to corporations. How are you thinking about monetization? Well, I, I think our core monetization in kind of the, the driving thing that we're doing is uh, is keeping the all the podcasts we do public. So everything we produce will be put out into the public into the public realm. And you know, with that, you monetize with, with sponsorships. And so that's like kind of the cornerstone. And the reason we want to do that is, you know, I, I think about if I had this kind of database of business and investing knowledge when I was 16 or 20 or 24, how different my career tra- trajectory could look like. So there's a big part of us that says we want to ensure that this gets into the public domain and that, you know, an an 18 year old in Iowa or in Indonesia has the ability to learn from this. So that's a kind of the, one of the cornerstones of what we're building. When it comes to the iOS and kind of Android app that we're building, you know, we do think there's a way to, you know, charge, you know, 20 bucks a month for access to the full database and kind of to your point, which is a curated Rome research of the business and investing world. And I do think there, that that probably will look like a monthly or annual subscription so something maybe similar to a masterclass, but rather than a, a wide breadth of topics, it would be a very narrow, concentrated business and investing. So if you're a, an associate at, at, at an investment firm or your partner comes in and says, hey, we've got a meeting with a, a railroad company tomorrow. I need you to get up to speed on the state of railroads in the United States. 
you just come to Colossus to get from zero to seven in a few hours rather than starting at Google uh, or YouTube. And, and then for operators, you know, who, you know, especially like, you know, startup operators who are, might have not have encountered all these things rather than going to Google and saying, Hey, you know, try to type in like hiring, you know, how to hire the best developers. Like we, we want to be the, the destination where they start that search. And so I do think there's an opportunity there for a, a paid subscription model. In an age where everyone's trying to monetize the little bit of information that they have, it's incredible to see that you guys are focusing on democratizing access to learning. Um, and, and I think the potential impact that'll have on the next generation of people working in business and investing is gonna be substantial. Uh, so that, that's commendable. On that point, just that, you know, there's an episode of a Founders Field Guide that we did with uh, Nick Konis, who uh, is the owner of Alinea, the Aviary, and a few others. And I honestly think that if people just listen to that, you know, productivity and business would increase 20% globally. Um, like th- that's the single hack, right? Like it's like there's these this wealth of knowledge. I'm just like I just want everyone in the world to listen to this, and then they can go back to their business, whether they're an employee or an owner, and everything would get better. Like I, I honestly believe that. So I like there's a, there's such a big part of me that says we have to have this democratized to the world. Cause I do think it's like the, the single biggest unlock for productivity. And, th- and that's the power of separating the signal from noise, especially in a world that's overloaded with meaningless data and information. Um, I, I was curious if there are any people or other quote unquote knowledge re- repositories that you guys are looking at and taking inspiration from. You know, the, the honest answer to that question is, is, is not really only because that's the problem we're trying to solve. We don't think there is this kind of knowledge repository, especially in the business and investing space, that um, does this kind of first part, amazing first party content and curation that we're intending to do. You know, I think if you look at the quantitative side, whether it's public markets or private markets, you know, public markets, you got so many companies, or there's a Bloomberg or Canalyst or, you know, tons of like people that are saying, hey, here's all the quantitative information you could ever want at your fingertips. In private markets, you've got PitchBook and Crunchbase and, you know, a plethora of others. But then on the qualitative side, you're like, I don't want to learn about the funding rounds. You know, I don't, I don't want a list of a company's funding rounds. I want to learn how that founder found product market fit um, and, and go deeper there. So I think what we're trying to do is, is solve that exact problem. Um, and that's like the whole purpose of our business. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I think there, there's an opportunity to pull insights from, from things like Wikipedia, which you alluded to before, but it's understandable that there isn't a, uh, a framework for this out there that you can apply to business and investing. Yeah, if you think about it that way, if you like the, where we're taking inspiration from is, I look at kind of how research is cataloged and I think you know, Wikipedia and Rome are great inspirations. And then I think about how to make content entertaining, right? And I think Netflix and Spotify, you know, you know, I love the, the Netflix, here's what we think you'd like. Um, you know, and, and I, I want Colossus to have that as well. Like, hey, you just spent six hours last week learning about X, Y, and Z. Here's, here are the, like the 15 podcasts and articles on the internet that, that we think would be amazing for you. It's a curation engine for you personally. And so I do think there's, there's, there's inspiration on those fronts. Following that line of thinking, um, 
once you have the, this wealth of information, there's there's so many different directions you could go in terms of layering other other products and services on top of it. From uh, a course or even a full-fledged school, you, you could have a, a better recommendation engine like you just alluded to with the Netflix model. Where do you take it from here in the next five to 10 years? I think there's, there's it, it's a, the paths diverge. You know, let's say we've got, 10 of our own podcasts that are producing kind of A plus quality content on any everything business and investing. And we've built this database of the best knowledge of every business and then every kind of topic related to business and investing. Then there's kind of two paths. The first is, do you go down the route and say, actually, this isn't just, we shouldn't just do this for business and investing. We should do this for the sciences, for history, right? And like, you, like we've built a, then you've built a platform that you could add tangential topics. And that's super interesting. The second one is kind of what you mentioned, which is, well, why don't we leverage that and create curricula and almost think of it as a, a you know, an MBA replacement um, that it's a, that's a guided tour. And, and, and there's, you know, I, I know you had Wes, uh, Wes on a few weeks ago uh, talking about, you know, kind of cohort-based courses and there's, there's a lot to do there. So I think the opportunities are really interesting. Um, I think over the next, yeah, and I think three to five years is that window where we become you know, we, we kind of want to replace Google as the place you start to learn about any business or investing topic and create the best kind of learning program for that. So I think that's what we're really focused on. I think where we take it from there is kind of anyone's guess. Yeah, the, the possibilities are endless. Shifting gears a little bit from this kind of 30,000 foot view in doing research uh, on Colossus and, and something I've also uh, identified in, in listening to a ton of invest like the best and following Patrick on, on Twitter is kind of two things. Um, so, so I'll start with what is the, what is the philosophy behind or the, the way in which you guys choose which individuals and, and topics and now industries to discuss and, and is it more poll where you guys are going out and, and seeking out those topics or is it kind of a, a referral program from, from past uh, guests where they're saying, you have to talk to this person, bring them on? Right now, it's more of a referral program where we're, you know, a guest comes on and they're like, oh my God, I'm going to tell my, you know, some of my friends that they should go on. Would you be interested in talking to them? And the other thing that I think drives us is we're just trying to scratch our own itch. You know, Patrick and I will sit down and go, what are the topics that we're fascinated by and, and who could we, you know, because if we're, if the two of us are fascinated by it, we're, we're sure that tens of thousands of other people are, are fascinated by the topic. So we want to get the best expert on, uh, on the podcast to, to kind of, you know, democratize that knowledge. I think in the future, as we start doing more first party content with more hosts and more shows, it'll turn into, uh, I'm actually not sure if it's push or pull, uh, but where we'll, we'll be, you know, you know, especially if we have an, uh, an app, you know, what, what businesses or topics are most interesting that we haven't produced content for, you know, here's a submission box, just type it in. And, you know, hopefully two weeks later, as if by magic, we'll have produced a, a podcast episode on it. Um, that, that's the, that's the goal is to then is to actually move from that kind of referral, scratching our own curiosity to really sourcing it from the, from demand, from, from what our users and our audience is telling us. That idea of sourcing demand dovetails perfectly into the other thing I wanted to talk about, which was Patrick is uh, 
unlike a lot of other people in on Twitter and the way that he sources information and e insights and feedback from his audience. And I see him frequently and, and even more so now asking audiences, what are the different industries you wanna, you wanna learn about? Who are the different people I should be talking about for industry X? How, how do you guys see social media and Twitter in particular um, playing into your your decision-making around content generation for the platform? I think it's a, I, I think it's kind of the, the initial origins of that kind of crowdsourcing, what should we do next? But I think, I, I think again, it's, it's, it's hard with Twitter and, and other social media because there's just a lot of noise. So I still think we're going to be guided by maybe a better way to think about it is our, our goal is to map the entire business and investing world with our own first party content and then link out and, and synthesize it and then link out to the other third-party content that's the best in class. And whether that's a company like, you know, Shopify or an investing investing items like distressed debt, we're, we, we want to map the world. Like, and our, that is our actual goal is to, to break down every business, every industry. And so the order of operations is, you know, we, we, we want to capture, you know, certain things in the zeitgeist, you know, we're, we're going to be doing an episode on, um, NFTs uh, in the next few weeks. Uh, but other than that, we're, we're really just going, okay, well, it's just the next, you know, our, our logo is, is a, of Colossus is a, it's a block tower. And we, we honestly think of block by block as kind of the foundational principle of our business, where we're just adding another block to our database. And the order that that comes in is kind of irrelevant. And as long as we're going block by block and knowing that our mission is to capture all of it, you know, we're actually kind of, kind of not that strategic about the order we do it in. Eventually all the pieces will fit together. Exactly. Actually, when you bring that up, um, we, we're, we've, we keep toying around with what the UGC element of, um, of our, oh, of our platform. That's like, interesting. So, you know, when I was talking about that curated content stuff that we're building for each business. So one of the things we're going to be building is, um, the ability for anyone who's a member to submit a block and a block is just a piece of, you know, like, Hey, I just listened to this, you know, it could be an acquired podcast on Alibaba and you want to add it to our Alibaba episode as like one of the top pieces of content. And so we're going to create like a system where for every block you submit that gets approved, you'll get like five, I'm going to make it up, right? Like five points and like, there'll be a, like a leaderboard and tiers. And then, yeah. And then we're going to add upvoting and downvoting for each block. So like literally if you, if you come onto our Costco page, there's like, let's say 10 links on here are the 10 best things on Costco. You'll actually be rated as to which is the best of like, you could just get one article, right? Like one thing. It's like, okay, there, I only have time for 30 minutes. What's the only thing in the world I should read on Costco? And it'll just be the top block. I love that approach, that crowdsourcing, but then also the, the feedback system that you've built into it. Because at the end of the day, no matter how many people you hire, there, there's always going to be more power in human capital that you could tap into through your network and your your fans your audience and so i think that's a great uh feature or, or mechanism for doing that yeah to me this is gonna get super nerdy but like i think of um if you just did a, a ranking of all the top rated blocks regardless of the company or topic and you're just literally talking about in our community what is the single best piece of content ever created for business and investing right like, like, we're gonna have like our top hundred blocks um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like what wins and it could be like a Tim, the term Tim Urban post on like Tesla, right? It's like, that is the yeah. greatest piece of business and investing content mankind has ever created. It's like 10,000 <laughs> upvotes, right? 
my mind is is racing now in a, in a bunch of different directions about the possibilities here. This is so cool. That reminds me of uh, as I was reading through the the about us page or the introductory page on your guys' website about the origins of the name Colossus. Um, I, I'm a huge Tim Urban fan, um, but I, I was wondering if you could explain the origin and meaning for those who are maybe unfamiliar with his work. Yeah, Tim Urban is a great writer, uh, has, a, has a website called waitbutwhy.com. And he has this concept of the human colossus where our knowledge is compounding as humanity, you know, as, as humanity progresses. And so we, we're gonna learn faster and faster. And, and it, it goes back to that block by block concept. And that was the entire inspiration behind the name was we thought the kind of the, the colossus of business and investing knowledge is what doesn't exist that we need to create, that central database. And so we were just like really inspired by Tim and, and, and his kind of ability to kind of synthesize it into a really kind of clever concept. And we we're just like, that's it. It was Colossus from day one uh, and, and we loved it. Yeah, the, the fit is, is perfect. And uh, what you guys are, are doing is probably more representative of that notion than any other company or platform that I'm familiar with at least. Um, on a more personal note, you had mentioned at the beginning that Colossus kind of scratched your own itch or, or solved a problem for you. Um, one question I always like to ask guests is, is whether there were any early educational experiences, whether in formal school or via a mentor or coach that kind of shaped their love of learning and their, their curious nature. So I was curious if you have any experiences that, that you'd be willing to share. Yeah, I was I, I was actually an intern at a law firm, and uh, a a partner uh, that I was working with told me something both derog you know, pretty derogatory and then very inspirational. He said, "You know, you're not the smartest person, but I know you can outwork the rest." And you know, and part of that is reading reading more than everyone, studying harder than everyone, and working harder you know working harder than everyone. And I just kind of took that to heart, and I was like, "Okay, well, if I don't know something, I'm going to." consume everything there is to know about that topic until I get to a point where I know more about it than, you know, most people. And so that was kind of what set me down that content consumption journey. And, and I guess, you know, uh, Colossus is the kind of the, the output of that journey where this is, you know, something I want to be working on for the next 10 or 20 years. Cause I'm just, you know, I, I love consuming, you know, this kind of investing and business knowledge and the ability to bring that to more people in a curated fashion is just something that's going to drive me for, you know, for decades. I think not enough people recognize the, the value of, of curiosity. We're in the current traditional and traditional school system. We're taught that learning kind of stops at, uh, at age 18 or, or 21 if you go to university. But what you've exemplified both in your career and now what you, you're building with Colossus is this idea that, that learning never stops and you should always be consuming information and, and synthesizing and applying. Um, so I love that example. And, and I think that's what we're building. You know, there, you know, if we think about our target audience, there's this the group of voracious learners and whether they're, you know, operators, investors, or people just getting started on that journey, you know, I, you know, part of me wants to think that Colossus can also be the on-ramp, you know, the way, the way I think of, you know, you know, uh, I think it was Alex Danko who, who mentioned that, you know, Shopify is the on-ramp for a lot of people 
to start selling on the internet. You know, Colossus can be the on-ramp for people that are, you know, might not know, you know, they might be 21 and have never heard of investing or management consulting, or it just it, most people don't get exposure to that world at all. Um, and, 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 you know, I think Colossus can play a big role of being that on-ramp and then satisfying, satisfying the cravings of voracious learners, particularly if they're interested in the, in the stuff we're producing. Absolutely. I love that. Um, although Colossus's mission is it kind of sees, seems all encompassing, um, both in terms of centralizing information for business investing, but then eventually it could also encompass different domains or, or subjects. Um, this, this might not be a relevant question, but I, I was curious if there are other problems within learning, uh, training, or the, the pipeline to employment that you're interested in right now and would potentially be working in if you weren't working on Colossus. Uh, y- yeah. I think about this a lot, which is kind of the the American, you know, and I can speak to the American educational system better than globally because I went through the American one, is, you know, our, our high school education hasn't changed in, you know, 50, 100 years and is built for an industrial economy when now we've moved to a knowledge economy. And we're not training um, students to think. We're, you know, like I, I, I think about this in like historical, like in like a history class. The difference between, you know, a regular history class and a high school is you have to memorize like five dates and like an advanced placement history class, you have to memorize 20 dates, but you're not synthesizing information. You're not learning. And, you know, is it good to read Shakespeare? Maybe. I I, I actually, I actually don't know where we could be teaching these like fundamental concepts of how to think about a business, how to run a business, you know, that's going to impact their life for 50 to 60 years after high school and college. And we're not even touching that surface. And it's just kind of, it really pisses me off. And so that's why I think about this like kind of on-ramp for Colossus as an important feature of what we want to build out because it's just not being taught. You know, people, you know, like I'd say like 99% of high school students have never heard of a gross margin, um, you know, by the time they finish high school. And I think that's crazy. Uh, But they've, you know, they had to recite, they had to memorize a sonnet by Shakespeare. And I'm trying to think, okay, which of those is more relevant to the next 60 years of your life? And, and it's, I mean, it's not even close, right? It's like a 10,000 X arbitrage opportunity. Yes. In, in a world where information is, is abundant, it's the understanding and application of that information that, that becomes increasingly valuable. And so you want to develop those skills. Um, on that note, a lot of the information that that Colossus is producing right now, you could argue is for a more uh, experienced professional or, or someone at a later stage in their career. Is there a way that you can make this information more accessible and accessible to and understandable for a younger demographic? Um, so potentially package up some of this information for say a middle school audience. Yeah, I, I think our strategy is is what I think of as like the Tesla strategy, right? Like first we're going to build the Roadster and that's going to fund the Model S, which is going to then fund the Model 3. And so our wedge right now is the audience we have, which is extremely savvy, intelligent investors and operators. And we want to produce, and we know what we're doing there. We want to produce that content that's going to get them excited uh, and get them into kind of our the Colossus world. I think, you know, if we can succeed with that wedge, 
you know, you could very quickly want to go, okay, well, how do you build, you know, I think middle school might be a stretch for us, but I could definitely see high school, college, uh, like that kind of caliber. You know, I think the hardest part about business investing is it seems like a scary world where people just kind of throw their hands up and say, well, I don't know anything about investing. Um, how am I supposed to start? And I think that's a fascinating problem to solve. One of the things I'm most, I'm always most fascinated by with the internet is the way people uh, remix or or re-envision or repurpose uh, content and, and platforms that are available to them. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some teacher out there who's already looking at ways to, to use the information that you've provided um, and and repackage it for a younger audience. And if they get out the door before you even have the opportunity to, um, but, but that's the nature of, of the internet. And, and I think that's what you guys are enabling uh, intentionally or not. And I think we're totally okay with that, right? Like it's, it's, you know, the, we're, we're very much uh, growing the pie, not fixed, you know, fixed pie, you know, growth mindset, not fixed mindset where Absolutely. If, if you have a, you know, if you've got an, a high school teacher that's exposing her students to, you know, invest like the best, you know, that's more listeners, you know, that's more people who are interested in this space that are going to talk to their friends about it. It's just, you're growing the, the universe of people who could come to Colossus and learn from Colossus. So, you know, you know, to your point, yeah, I think people are going to remix this and build their own stuff off of it, which is great. I mean, that's amazing. I, I said this earlier, but I absolutely love that, that you guys are coming at this from an angle of, of social good or democratization over, profit. And I think that's going to pay dividends for, for the next generation of learners. Yeah. I think you can still build a successful business. Um, you know, there, you, maybe it's kind of like a, an open, you know, you think about like an open, open source business, you know, MongoDB started as an open source business and is now a, you know, multi tens of billion dollar business. Like is it, the, the principles don't have to conflict. You can democratize knowledge and still make a ton of money as a business. Yeah, they aren't mutually exclusive. Awesome. Well, in closing, if you would, uh, if there's anything you want to leave with the audience, but then also letting them know about what's what's launching soon with Colossus um, and where they can follow along with you and, and Colossus's journey. Yeah. So uh, on April, on April Monday, April fifth, we'll be launching our newest show of the Colossus family, which is called Business Breakdowns, where we'll be taking a single business with one of our hosts. So we'll be announcing a few new hosts uh, alongside Patrick and finding the, you know, the best guests in the world to talk about a business. We've recorded, you know, 25 of these and we're going to be releasing, you know, the first week we're going to launch three episodes. And then every Monday we'll be launching a business breakdown into the public on our, uh, on an RSS on, you know, kind of typical podcast feed. Um, But to follow along with our journey, you know, uh, Check us out at Join Colossus, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S on Twitter. And uh, check us out on joincolossus.com. We built incredible search functionality for you to kind of, you know, discover any business and investing topic you want to learn about. So yeah, that's the best place to follow us. uh, And that's about it. Awesome. Thanks, Damien. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Don't forget to review and share and stay tuned for more episodes.